Hey, it's producer Cam with your throwback episode. You're listening to the Tony and Ryan podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to a Friday throwback episode of the Tony and Ryan podcast. You are sticking around with producer Cam. Ryan is on baby leave and Tony's in the bathroom, actually. She's been there for a while, actually. I might give her a call. Maybe do that later. Anyway, you've heard of Tony's Poonami. Now today we're going to follow up with your funny poop stories. But first of all, let's jump into it. It's a bit of normal or nah. Using secondhand mattresses. Uh, that's a nah from me. That's a big nah from me. That's a... So when I was about... Oh, God. Actually, this... when I was about 15. Yeah. I got a new, I got a double, went from the single to the oh, double. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a big move. It is. I wasn't allowed a double bed until I was 18. Wasn't allowed it? Yeah, like my mum and dad were like, no, you're not allowed a double bed until you're 18. Oh, actually, might have been younger, but I had to buy it. Um, yeah, we, we just like weren't allowed. And so I found it, like this guy that had like a bunch of them in a, in a garage, secondhand. What? For cash. He like, had a bunch of mattresses. Uh, That's weird. Yeah. And to be honest, didn't really think much about of it about it until about fifteen seconds ago. That's that's weird, mate. And it was from Box Hill. If you're from Melbourne, you know that area. That'll say a lot. So you went to this guy's house, paid cash, and got a got a double. But you just bought a mattress out of someone's garage. Yeah, and base. I mean, Grandpa went round, picked it up in the trailer, and he just had heaps of beds. Uh. Of all the people he's killed and he's selling I their don't beds? know. You know, the more questions you ask, the answers aren't going to get any That's better. That's really fucked. It gets more fucked. Oh. So I get my new bed. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I decided to get it, because mum decided to upgrade her one. Um, oh. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Maybe I'll buy my own. And then I saved up all my money and whatever. Why didn't you just have her bed that she upgraded? Well, oh, sorry. Sorry. So as I'm getting excited with my double bed. Yeah. And my mate Dave goes, oh, what a great Dave idea. Dave Parsons. Yeah, Dave Parsons. Yeah. So much more space. Uh, so so great. And then so mum's getting her new mattress and Dave says to my mum, what are you doing with the old one, Mandy? <laughs> <laughs> normal or nah? Uh, nah. Well, for Dave, that was pretty fucking normal. Mum's like, uh, I was going to throw it out, but I mean, why, you want it? And he was like, yep. And then Dave's dad, big Jimbo Parsons, comes around with his trailer and picks up mum's mattress and takes it back to his place. It's a queen as well. Not even a double. <laughs> Why didn't you just take your mum's mattress? I think that the timing wasn't quite right. Like there was a bit of crossover or something, I'm not sure. But all I remember is Dave coming around. And then I explained to Dave because mum goes, oh, this is, this is my first new mattress in like 20-odd years. Oh. So she was really excited. You were probably conceived on them. Well, oh. I explained that Dave... I was probably conceived on that mattress. Does that freak you out? Then my mate Dave explained adoption to me. Oh. <laughs> and, <I> just... <laughs> and now I'm going to have to explain it to Tony. To me. Oh, my God. I literally did not I even put mean... <laughs> I mean, for Hollywood and poetic purposes, the line, you were probably conceived on that bed, 
makes a lot of sense. But obviously, if we start thinking about the biology of it, probably wasn't, you know what I'm saying? That's very funny. I mean, if I was, what would the chances be? Did you plan for me to say that? No. I can't believe that I just did not even think. Because I was like, oh, if you were 15, 20 years, oh, my God, probably... A lot going on today. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's the cheese balls. It's the cheese balls. They've <laughs> really got to us. And then Dave used that as his bed for five, ten years, something like that. Yeah, sleeping on someone else's bed even for a night, I'm like, oh, it's their bed. Like, Really? Just because, and not that I wouldn't do it, and it's not like a snobby thing. It's mm. literally just like this is someone else's personal, personal space. space. This is their sanctuary of like at the end of a hard day, they're in their bed, it's cosy, it's theirs, like, the same way that you have the doona that you like or the pillows you like. Like I don't like the idea of other people nesting up in my bed either. So I don't know if this is because all my friends didn't live close to each other. Yeah. There was never like, oh, movie's finished. I'm just going to walk home. We all stayed at each other's houses all the time. Yeah. All the time. Like there's pro- this sounds like not in a like slushy way because <laughs> that's not what this is about genuinely. I reckon probably 50 or 60 people over the journey would have stayed in my house, in my room, when I was a teenager. Yeah. Like, uh, say, one faggy's down the coast a few hours away, right? But there's like a volleyball school. So there's a few girls in the state team and a few guys in the state team. So it was like they had to come up to Melbourne for training and stuff. And you can imagine two hours yeah, drive. you want to stay in my room? No, but like we'd, <laughs> we'd hang out and stuff. Oh, we've got training the next day. Oh, you're going to make your parents come and pick you up when you're yeah. 16, drive you all the way home. So then in the morning, you're like, oh, guys, just crash at mine. It's fine. And then... You know, later in the year when we're down in Monthaggy, like we all crash at yours, and it was a really innocent, yeah. easy thing to do. And yeah. all of our friends would stay at everyone else's place, totally jump in each other's beds. It's not a really big deal. And then it's weird when I, because in hindsight, maybe it, it sort of seems a bit like is everyone sleeping around? <laughs> but looking back, people are like you just slept in each other's. These teenagers just sleeping in beds. <laughs> See, it freaks people out. It doesn't bother me because I'm like, oh, you're probably all having sex. Yeah. And, and as a teenager, I did that too. Like we were all like sleeping in each other's each other. beds yeah. all the time and it was like it was just fine. It was so normal. But I think now as an adult I'm like, oh, but my bed is like when you're a kid, you fucking eat in your bed, you do your homework in your bed, you mm. Like, it just doesn't matter. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, my bed's actually the only place where I, like, don't work or, like, don't. So you and I have got a trip next week. We're going to Sydney? Yeah. Are we in the same, we're not in the same bed? Well, I didn't even know where we were staying. And then you said, oh, I've got all the info. And I was like, did someone email that to you? You're like, yep, I don't have any information. Because I'm the organised one of the two of us. Get fucked. Excuse me? Don't don't do that. No, you're not. Don't do what? You are not the organised one out of the two of us. Have I organised a place to stay in Sydney? Well, no. Have I organised a way to get there? Somebody else was organising it. Who they and you with? And the people that are organising it, mm-hmm. they were organising it, and then you changed the plan and so you spoke to them and that's fine, but I didn't get any information. And then actually I'd be, I was very proud of myself. When you were messaging me that, I was like, oh, I haven't seen an email. You were like, yep, I've got it. And I was like, oh, I want the information. This is like internally. Yep. I was like... I really want the information. Then I was like, actually, it, I don't need it. Do you want the information? It well, sounds like you want the information. I, I mean, like I do <laughs> want it. But I was like, you know what? I don't need to worry myself about that because it doesn't actually, like I don't really need to know it right now. It's true. We'll get there and we'll figure it out. Tony will get there and figure it out and Dave now has two kids. No? I don't get it. Uh, he took the mattress and he's conceived two kids of his own on it. So. 
All right, let me call Dave's partner, Kimmy. They've had two kids probably on that bed. Oh, we need to settle this. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Kimmy, it's, uh, it's Ryan. I'm here with Tony as well. We're on the podcast. Hi, Kimmy. Hi, Tony. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, We've never met before. This just, is the first time. Just a quick one. We were talking about yeah. the fact that Dave took my mum's mattress uh, when we were like 15 when my mum got a new one. Are you guys still using that or have you got a new one since then? Uh, he upgraded in 2012. Oh, thank God for yeah. that. So you never would like have slept in that one? Um, I did sleep in, yeah. <laughs> Ryan was conceived in there. <laughs> didn't know it was your mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when mum had finished with it after 20 years, Dave and Jim came and got it. Yeah, right. Does that, no, I did not know that. Well, um, you do now. So have a fun chat with Dave later. See ya. Apologies to Kim who just found out that she slept in. That was live reaction. That was real life. Shit. Sorry, (laughs) Kimmy. Normal or nah? Eating kiwi fruit with the skin on. Oh, nah. I don't like people that do that. Danielle Johnston said, my son is zero waste. He eats kiwi fruit like an apple and just hoes in. The whole thing. Yeah. But the, what about the really tough parts at the ends? You know how on a kiwi fruit there's like the, I guess, where it drops off the vine or yeah. whatever and it's got that really tough part at the top? I just couldn't do it. Mm. It's like when people eat an entire apple, I'm like the seeds and the core and stuff like where it gets a bit yeah, tough. Yeah, no, no way. It's not for me. Although I don't mind the kiwi. I, I don't know if this is a freaky weird thing, but the texture, the rough texture of the outside of the kiwi fruit, I for some reason like that. Do you eat an entire kiwi fruit when you eat it? Well, we'd cut it into slices, but I'd still eat the skin and stuff. Sure. See, when I eat a kiwi fruit, I like slice it in the middle and then like eat. Scoop it out. Eat it out. Yeah. Sorry, don't talk about eat it out in your mum's mattress. (laughs) (laughs) That's the episode title for today. Uh, Normal or nah? This is fucking funny. Normal or not, feeling like you have to offer people sweets, gum or a chip when open, whenever you open a new packet. I'm going to say normal mm. because I like the social the kindness of, yeah, of being like, oh, did you want one? But I would always politely say no. But you're, you say yes. I'd say it is normal, but I'm with Claudia who sent this through. Yeah. Hi, Claudia. Claudia, society has created this weird fucking rule where it's now like I'm the rude one if I don't offer. I wanted it, so I bought it, so keep your freeloading hands to your fucking self. I, I do get that. You open a bag of mints and you're like, oh, yeah, do you want yeah, one? Yeah, do you want I've got to offer you. If legally, I don't, I'm an arsehole. <laughs> legally, legally, I have to offer you one. I actually do get that. Yep. Or it's like if you're sitting down and eating and you're like, Say you and I went to a or at the pub, mm. you'd already eaten. I order a chicken parmigiana, you don't get anything. You got no, nah, I already ate. And then I'm sitting there, but there's chips on the plate. So I go, oh, did you want a chip, mate? And you go, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, didn't you fucking already eat? Well, apparently you weren't fucking hungry. Yeah. For someone so, who wasn't hungry, you're holding into those chips. Don't you dare put in that sauce. Yeah, so I, I do get that actually. Yeah. But I always, I always offer. But if people offer to me, I generally would be like, no, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, because you're too polite. Yeah, because I just feel, because I'm like you're obviously offering because you feel like you have to. Because society's rule. Yeah, not because you genuinely want me to have one of your chips or your mints. How many times in your life have you been offered something, said yes, and then that person fucking hates you for it? Oh, definitely that's happened. Does that keep you up at night? Um... 
<laughs> I think you've already answered yeah. the <laughs> Hey, it's producer Cam with your throwback episode, and you are listening to the Tony and Ryan podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Um, last week I told um, a story about um, poop soup. The poo, the yeah. poo stew. So um, our toilet got blocked mm. uh, and I had to very embarrassingly go into the Bunnings and buy a plunger. Uh, got recognised by multiple people at the Bunnings, which is pretty embarrassing. And then, like, with the towel between my legs, uh, I had to kind of, like, hide the plunger on the way out of the store. And I just think... We've joked about, like, are you mature enough to buy condoms or toilet paper? Yes, yeah. I'm not. I'm happy to say I still feel like an idiot yep. and cringe. You a just pl- feel like... Ugh. A plunger is, like, real next level. I was very vulnerable. Like, yeah. in that moment, how vulnerable are you that you're... Yeah. Completely. Uh, but thankfully, a few people have come out of the woodwork and supported me and said, Tony, I'm part of the Poop Stew gang. You're not alone, uh, babe. You're not alone. Uh, and I wanted to share a couple because, fuck... They have sent me. Welcome. Uh, so Samantha Daku, she sent this through on Patreon. I work in a very small town, like 20 people in Whoa. the town. That's so not a, a town, that's a service station. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big farming area. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they've got like a really small actual like amount of people living on the, the main drag. I'm yeah. guessing there's one street. One street, yep. Um, and she works in the hardware store in Saskatchewan. Hello to Saskatchewan. Hey. Samantha, big dog. Uh, My best friend was renting the house across the back alley and she generously offered her house to me so I could eat lunch there and she worked out of town so the house was always empty during the day. One day, this is Samantha, I really had to poo, so ran across to her house uh, instead of going, like, in the shop because you imagine you're probably working with a few old blokes and you don't really want to, like, go in and do a poo while they're there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a bit awkward and and old blokes in a hardware store. You can only imagine the state of the toilet in there. The state of that room. Yeah. Um, Samantha says... Someone burn a match. (laughs) Uh, it was a really big poo, like a mega poo, is what Samantha says. Her uh, Yeah. Uh, she didn't own a plunger, the friend. There's no plunger in the house. Luckily, our store had plungers in stock, so she runs back <laughs> to the store. She's her own Bunnings. Gra- yeah. <laughs> grabs, uh, grabs a plunger, yep. 
fixes up the business and is like, I'm just going to pay for this at the end of the day. Anyway, as she's walking out of the um, store to try and be sneaky, of course, one of the guys called her out and said, hey, Sam, why do you have a plunger? Which alerted the rest of the staff, you know, the other three people that live in the town. Oh, what's going on? To the plunger. And she was so embarrassed and had to tell them that she'd blocked up the toilet at her friend's place across the road. And they all had a good laugh. And then fast forward to Sam's wedding, all of the staff pitched in for a a gift and they bought her a plunger. They didn't but, at her wedding. But not just any plunger. They bought a two, like two plungers and like put a ribbon around them. So it's like his and hers <laughs> plungers for this wedding present. <laughs> I, oh. I don't know if that's beautiful and cute or, hey, keep the toilet humour off my wedding day. What I, I, <sighs> I mean, I... I love an inside joke. Yeah. So, and I'm pretty, I'm an open book. Obviously, I talked about my poop soup on this fucking podcast. At the wedding, then people go, oh, that's a funny personal joke. What happened? I mean, the other people at the wedding were probably all live in the town. There's probably yeah. only five of them there. She probably married the guy that owned the other <laughs> store. Um, we got another story from Mason Falvey on um, Patreon. Shout out to Tony and Ryan for being there for me when I was stuck in an elevator for almost two hours today with a dog with IBS. Oh my god. So the my worst nightmare. So the puppy was whining really hard to go in the morning and he went, "Oh, I'm just going to go back to sleep for 30 minutes surely he can hang on." 30 minutes passed by and goes, "Fuck, I've got to take this dog out. It's fucking going nuts." So, jump in the lift. The lift goes and oh. stops. And this dog, like, looks up at the owner and is like, I don't know how I'm going to go here. Uh, They end up stuck in there. (laughs) The doors won't open. They're trapped with the the dog and the guy. They're trapped alone. They're, like, calling people to try and be like, hey, I'm stuck in the elevator. I don't know what to do. The dog lets out this big fart. Poor guy. Yeah, I know, poor Poor, puppy. Because the puppy puppy. is just like, I know I'm not allowed to go inside, but I can't hold on to it. Nature is doing its thing. Exactly right. The dog does this fart and kind of looks, you know how dogs kind of do that, like that eye up. That puppy dog look. Exactly. Looking real sheepish. Kind of saying sorry, and the fart was just like acid smell. Lucky you weren't in an airtight box. Oh, hang on a second. You're stuck in a lift. Anyway, so they're fucking dying in there together. The dog's like doing zoomies in the lift and the people are ringing. They're like, we're on our way, we're on our way. All of a sudden the dog's like, I can't fucking hold it anymore and goes to squat in the corner of the lift. Mm. Can you just imagine? Anyway, when all of a sudden... The doors fucking fly open yes. and the dog piss bolts. Oh, don't say piss bolts. Piss bolts out of the lift, out into the courtyard. Yeah. And it just like the poor dog. Oh, what a hero. St- I know. That poor little thing. And I've got a picture of the puppy, little husky. Happy to be free again. Look and at that big smile. Happy as Laz. Wouldn't you have a big smile like that if you've just let it out something oh. you've been holding in for a while? Oh, my God. And finally, a story from Andre. It happened when I was in year five. We were on our way back to school after a trip to the beach. Uh, we live in London, so it was a really long coach trip. So you know how in oh, yeah, yeah. they've got like those big buses with like the toilets down the back. Yep. Oh, yep. Andre's mum packed him a lovely big lunch full of junk food. So I had been kind of like eating through the day yep. and realised needed to go to the bathroom mid-journey. They weren't pulling over. They weren't stopping anywhere. So he yep. goes, I've got to go to the toilet on the back of the coach. In the toilet there. Yeah. 
walks towards the back of the coach where the toilet is, opened up the door and the light didn't work but needed to go so badly, couldn't hold it anymore, so just went in there and was like, you know, I've done this before, probably going to be okay. Once I take a seat, surely how far could it go? Exactly, right. Uh, My insides were coming out of me and while doing my business, the coach hit a speed bump or like a pothole or something (gasps) and all of the, you know how like when you go into a plane toilet and they're quite shallow? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh. It hit a bump no, and no. all of the poo came, like slid out of the toilet onto the floor no. and Andre's trousers. Oh, even on the floor is bad enough. Yeah. Oh, Andre. Yep. Oh, Andre. Oh, uh, sorry. I tried my best to clean it up but it went everywhere and I ended up just smearing it in. This poor kid is just like moving shit around in the dark. Literally. In the dark. Of, oh. Yeah. Fuck I was, Andre. Shh. Shit. Shit, yeah. I was in full panic because the whole coach would know that I'd shit on my trousers. So I exited the toilet hoping that no one would notice, but it ended up stinking up the whole coach for the rest of the journey back to school. And kids are so cruel. He would not Ca- have lived that down the whole time he went to that school. Oh, my God. And uh, he finishes off saying, not to sound like a knockoff Ryan John Dunn, but the whole experience was harrowing. Thank you for sticking around with me, producer Cam, for another throwback episode of the Tony and Ryan podcast. I hope you enjoy your weekend. As I said yesterday, lights at the end of the tunnel. The guys are back 24th of May. Just a couple more days with my face and then you'll get back to the guys and we can all get back to normal and I can get away from this microphone and I can climb under the covers because I'm so scared of being here. But we love to jump into it. You love to see it. Just to wrap up the end of the episode, this comes from Carly Holmes in our Tony and Ryan podcast Facebook page. Jump in there. It's a lot of fun and you'll absolutely love everyone in there. Carly says... An elderly lady with Parkinson's was eating an ice cream with her husband in a food court. I was there eating some lunch on my break. She sadly dropped her ice cream due to her shaking getting worse whilst eating it. Moments later, a lady across the food court must have seen it because she came over and gave her a new ice cream. (laughs) I'm going to start crying and get away from the weekend. I hope you enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you on Monday for a couple more episodes of Throwbacks for the Tony and Ryan podcast. I'm producer Cam. I love you very much. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.